Hello and welcome to today's episode of Menno Minis. Today we are going to talk about weight loss in the throes of hormonal disruption. You know, that could be perimenopause, that could be menopause, that could be postmenopause, right? So my goal for today is to clue you in on the ins and outs of perimenopause and menopause and how to pivot as your hormone levels shift. I'm going to give you five tips that you can start implementing tonight to jumpstart your weight loss. And I'm going to give you some insight as to how these tips affect your hormones so you can continue to adjust as your hormones adjust. All right, a few quick notes first on perimenopause and menopause. Number one, these tips work even if you are post or full menopause. Number two, your hormones could start going off kilter as early as your mid-30s. So feel free to start using these techniques as soon as you're ready. Number three, perimenopause is like puberty. It's just a shift in fertility and it's related to the hormones. And all women who reach a certain age are going to go through it. Number four, hormones are just messengers that we control, air quotes, control, through food, exercise, and stress levels. And number five, the reason weight loss becomes so much harder in our 40s is the dang cortisol switch. You see, 10,000 years ago, when the tiger was chasing us, the switch turned on, we ran for our lives, we succeeded, and the cortisol was burnt off, switch shuts down. Now today, the boss yells at us or the traffic is bad, the switch goes on, but we never burn off that cortisol. We never are running for our lives. We sit and stew in it. And then around the age 40, that dang switch breaks. So now it's like a dimmer switch and it never fully shuts off. So we always have this low grade cortisol leak. Do you know what cortisol does when it's running a little inappropriately or a little too high? It stores fat. It slows digestion. It decreases your fertility. All in the name of survival. Link it back to that tiger. When you're constantly running from, from tigers, you need the extra fat to run like the wind. You cannot be wasting time digesting and you cannot be pregnant. You need to survive. So what are you going to do now? No tigers chasing you. Here are my top five tips that you can start today or right away in the morning. Number one, have breakfast every day that includes protein. There's two reasons for this. First, breakfast starts your metabolism. I am not going to sit here and argue the finer points of intermittent fasting today, but for most women, it causes a stress response. Stress equals cortisol, which leads to fat storage, especially in your midsection. Be careful with the intermittent fasting. Second, heavy on the protein. You are going to feel full longer. You are going to prevent cravings later. You are going to increase your energy and your concentration are all going to improve with increased protein intake. Or have the donut, which leads to a sugar spike, which leads to an insulin spike. Guess what insulin does? Survival of the brain. Control the sugar, store it around the middle. Tip number two, 
kind of ties in with number one, have your protein before the caffeine. Yes, before your coffee. I know some of you are not hungry in the morning or you need your coffee. And guess what hormone coffee wakes up? Cortisol. Cortisol stores fat. Now you don't have to have the farmer special of steak and eggs, but what about a hard boiled egg or a shake or a piece of meatloaf? And then have the coffee if you must. Protein is a sugar spike stunter. It's like a cortisol spike stunter as well, right? Side note, caffeine is a fickle creature and can be a hormone disruptor. Try to cut back as much as possible. And know that I am a hardcore coffee drinker. So what do I do? I eat my protein first. All right, tip number three, eat more veggies. I do not care if you do not like them. Find one you do like and keep trying. All that fiber keeps you regular. And regular means that excess estrogens get out of your system. Excess estrogens cause hot flashes, night sweats, weight gain, anxiety. Actually, excess estrogen causes all the stereotypical menopause symptoms, except those pesky whiskers. That one's on testosterone. Also, I do not mean fruits and veggies. I mean veggies, and I do mean at every meal. Yes, even breakfast. That one was a hard one for me to, to switch over, right? Growing up, I had cereal for breakfast. Wheaties and milk. No vegetables there. Like The thought of that is like, ew, gross. Until you start wrapping your brain around, what does that look like? That's a quiche. That's an egg bake. That's a scramble. That's an omelet. It's a protein shake. Right? Um, lunch. That's a soup or a salad. Heavy on the veggies, right? But make sure you've got your protein in there. So it's not just veggie soup. It's beef and veggie, chicken and veggie, right? It's not just a salad full of lettuce and veggies. It's got some protein in it too. Now, if you're not a meat eater, that's cool. You've just got to seek out some of the vegan sources that are higher in protein. Could be mushrooms, could be legumes, could be beans, could be seeds like chia, hemp, or pumpkin seeds. Supper might look like a hunk of meat that's grilled, sauteed, roasted. Have some meat. Again, I'm not a big vegetarian, so I am more than happy to take in all of your vegetarian suggestions on meat-free proteins. And then for a snack, maybe it's pepper sticks or zucchini rounds. Just get some veggies in, right? All in, we are looking to get eight cups raw or cooked vegetables every single day. Or a pound, whichever one freaks you out less. It's about the same. And just in case a pound freaks you out, I'd invite you to go to your freezer right now and pull out that 16 ounce bag of veggies. That's a pound. That's not that much, especially if you spread it out over three or four meals. You can do this. All right, last two tips. Number four, eat more protein. 
as hormones shift, it becomes harder for us to process protein. So not only are we making sure to get enough protein to maintain the muscle, because muscle burns calories, we get a little extra to make up for what we can't process. Now studies show that more than any other age group, including 18 to 25 year old men, menopausal women need the most protein per pound of lean mass. So ladies, macro counters, the bare minimum is 125 grams daily. Quick side note of caution here. This is for both protein and vegetables. If you are not currently getting this many vegetables or this much protein, you need to gradually increase these things over the next couple weeks, right? If you go from 50 grams of protein to 125 grams of protein every day, you are going to be very uncomfortable. Same with vegetables. If your body's not used to processing vegetables, it's going to be pretty uncomfortable. So there's my warning. That doesn't mean don't do it. That means don't do it tomorrow if that's not anywhere close to where you are today. Now, why so much protein? That's three tips with protein in it, Denise. Protein is single-handedly responsible for increased energy, sleep, concentration, weight loss, muscle. Eat your protein. Eat it. Eat it. All right, last tip. This is bigger than even protein. And protein is pretty darn big, right? Are you ready? Are you sure you're ready? Do you have your pen and paper out? I need you to write this down. Reduce your stress. Reduce your stress. Reduce your stress. This is imperative. I talked about that slow leak dimmer switch at the beginning. Cortisol stores fat in your middle. Cortisol comes from eating too much or too little, from fasting, from too much or too little exercise, too much or too little sleep, too much or too little TV. Okay, I'm not sure about that too little TV. Too much or too little sugar. It comes from caffeine, lack of touch, traffic, kids, husband, partner, and of course, yelling bosses and chasing tigers. So how do we reduce stress? How about a sauna, a massage, an orgasm? Doesn't have to be partnered. An episode of I Love Lucy. Pets when they're not stressing you out. Laughter. Meditation. Restorative yoga, which is different than power yoga. Strolling. Painting. Getting back to your hobbies. Right now, off the top of your head, I'd love to see it in the comments wherever you're watching this, listening to this. What can you do tomorrow to help reduce your stress? Do you think you can incorporate these tips into your life? Any of them? In the comments, which one of these tips can you start right away tomorrow? Breakfast? Food before coffee? Veggies? Protein? or stress reduction. I appreciate you listening. I am so glad you're here. As always, feel free to pass this on to a friend who might really need to hear this. And if you have a topic you'd love to hear covered, shoot me a message. Have a great one.
Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Thanks so much for listening. It would mean a ton to me if you left a review or passed this podcast onto your best gal pals. And hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you have any questions, be sure you join the Menopause Project on Facebook to get them answered. Until next time.